0: This is Doug Loves Minis. Hey, 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 short rounds. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis. The show that doesn't believe it when the airline safety video says we're excited to have you on board. Coming to you from a hotel room in New York City on Monday, April 27th, 2015. I'm excited to be appearing on the Opie and Jimmy show on Sirius XM this morning. And tomorrow morning and who knows after that. Tonight's Douglas Movies taping at the Gramercy Theater is sold out. Tickets remain for Tuesday night. Both shows, great lineups. I'm very excited. Schedule's permitting. Fort Wayne International Ballroom. I'm gonna do stand-up in that fancy sounding facility on Thursday, May 7th in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Doug Loves Movies on Mother's Day at 420 at Comedy Works in Denver and uh, May 20th at Hyenas in Dallas. The Doug Loves Movies Challenge continues. Movie number 81. I paid six bucks to watch Misery Loves Comedy, a doc directed by past and future Doug Loves Movies guest Kevin Pollock. Uh, on the old uh, VOD, where you can also watch it. In the film, he interviews comedians uh, from Amy Schumer to Jake Johansson and Maria Bamford to Jim Gaffigan. What do those four comics have in common? They've all been on Doug Loves Movies. Uh, He talks to all of them about the connection between misery and comedy. So, of course, Doug digs it. Movie number 82, I went off about this movie on the last Doug Loves Movies from Meltdown Comics. Uh, The film was called Clouds of Sils Maria, and suffice it to say, uh, Doug does not dig it. Movie number 83, I was compelled by David Huntsberger's positive comments in that very same Doug Loves Movies taping about Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Uh, so I checked it out on HBO On Demand, and uh, most depressing so-called comedy I've seen in a while. It's not bad or boring, but if you're seeking laughs, seek elsewhere. <laughs> I mentioned that I was used in a bunch of different reviews of that movie. Uh, I've heard from a couple people on Twitter that they found it very uplifting But uh, I thought it was a bummer. Movie number 84 also lacked humor, but that's because it was Mark Wahlberg as The Gambler. Compelling enough, uh, I would have called it Lone Shark Tank. Would have been the title I gave it. But instead they called it The Gambler, because there was a previous movie called The Gambler. Uh, I'm not sure I've ever watched from uh, beginning to end. But this gambler has Mark Wahlberg um, about as convincing as a literature professor as he was as a uh, science teacher in The Happening. John Goodman delivers the goods as usual. Brie Larson is better than her role deserves. Uh, Plus, this movie has a very bad message that gambling debt can be fixed with more gambling. Movie number 85, Penguins of Madagascar, or should I say Punguins of Madagascar, because those wacky penguins love wordplay. While the movie is colorful and clever, I wouldn't sit through it in a theater, you know, surrounded by children, but it's perfectly suitable in-flight entertainment, uh, even though the starring birds can't fly themselves. <laughs> oh, I'm on a tear today. My favorite lines from uh, the movie were spoken by uh, an octopus, the villain of the piece, uh, voiced by John Malkovich. And he says things like Nicholas, cage them. Drew, Barry, more power. Robin, write this down. <laughs> Etc. I'm not giving it, uh, Doug digs it, but I will. Give it extra credit for uh, the use of the song I Can Dream About You from the Streets of Fire soundtrack. I was like, what? Is that what I think? That's from that old... Wow! What are you guys watching for your movie number 85? Teaspoon VFX saw The Station Agent. If You Ain't Already on the Dinklage Train. Yeah, that was my first... Like, Dinklage had been in some stuff that I've discovered since then, but The Station Agent was really where I got turned on to The Dink, and uh, I've loved his work ever since, and I've loved that... In The Station Agent, he doesn't talk much, um, and it's funny that the picture underneath Teaspoon VFX's uh, review of the poster has him sitting and smiling. They're all smiling. I don't, I don't think they do much smiling in that movie. Anyway, Station Agent, good movie, kind of slow. Uh, and Dinklage has you know turned out to be a powerhouse actor in, in playing roles where he actually gets to talk a lot. SF underscore sour cherry, The Ice Harvest. I thought it would be funnier. You know what? I bet you everyone uh, from the people who made the movie to the studio... Uh, To the marketing team, to every person who bought a ticket, uh, probably thought it was going to be funnier. But damn, it's really good, you know? It's just not, uh, with Harold Ramis there, and uh, Cusack, and, you know, Billy Bob, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt gives an extended, drunken performance that is, uh, it's quite impressive. I like that movie. Doug digs it. A underscore and underscore photos. Notting Hill. Interestingly, just came up in a uh, Leonard Maltin game uh, recently. Uh, The budget for billowy shirts for Hugh Grant must have been astronomical. It's true. The shirts were quite, quite billowy. Uh, I'd make a they were left over from the Pirates of the Caribbean joke if Notting Hill hadn't come first. Oh, I got such cottonmouth right now. Uh, Liz underscore Linhart saw Jupiter ascending. If you can suspend some major disbelief, it is a fun flick. Okay, well, that's the nicest thing I've heard about it. I kind of want to see it on the big screen because it's because of the effects and spectacle and whatnot. So, uh, because the Wachowskis, if nothing else, they at least make movies that look really cool. Um, So, uh, I don't know if I'm going to get around to seeing it. Chell's 37 saw Jurassic Park uh, for the first time. And the review just says, kill the lawyer. (laughs) Um, And finally, the catch underscore saw Blackfish. (laughs) SeaWorld doesn't come out looking too good after this one. Yeah, they sure don't, but they're putting out ads now kind of in response to Blackfish where they're saying, you know, we treat the whales great, you know, just being very defensive. I think SeaWorld should put out an ad where they have straight up apologized from separating families of uh, orcas and, uh, you know, say they're not going to do that anymore and maybe even go as far as to stop with the whale shows, Like, maybe have a nice facility that the whales can swim around in and be fed and observed and the people can walk by and look at them, I guess. But, like, why do they have to have a show? Why do they have to jump through hoops? I mean, it's all happened already in the past. We know we've been able to train them to do that. We have plenty of footage of it. I'm sorry I'm going off about this. Ah. Thanks for listening. As always, (laughs) SeaWorld is a shithead. This is Douglas Manny's. This is
1: Douglas Manny's. This is Douglas Manny's. This is Douglas Manny's. This is is Douglas Manny's. his Fifth Podcast. Quite a fast, it's backside, so it'll a little fast. It's a Doug Benson show, he done before you know. Listen for the dates and bringing an name tag to the show. Here with Lennon Malton, it. in the game named after him. Made it funny that he's faded. Do I singing, it? not be screaming today. If it finally don't hurt, roll up the big J's. Made a category of But when you hear the shithead sing, you keep the kind of duck on the fence and burn.